0: WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3, Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT, Orlando, and W231CT, Orlando. News Radio WFLA, Orlando, and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando.
1: Hope you had a fabulous weekend. So glad you're up and at them early with us here on a Monday morning, just in time for our first look at Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic. Here on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540.
2: I'm Bud Hedinger, And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, differing opinions on Iran. More in one minute.
1: We got a whole lot on Trump and Iran, new polling, and will they please get their stories straight on all this.
2: Next on Good Morning Orlando. 601 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. There's disagreement in Washington over the president's decision to target and kill a top Iranian general. Congress agrees
3: Soleimani was a threat to Americans, but GOP Senator Rand Paul said on NBC's Meet the Press they didn't get all the facts from key players. We've
4: heard that the uh, from the Secretary of State that they don't know where or when, but it was imminent, that to me does seem
3: inconsistent. Senate Democrat Tim Kaine on CBS Face the Nation said some lawmakers expected much more.
0: The administration says there was exquisite and detailed intelligence. That means it was
3: specific. The administration officials pushed back, saying by not escalating to war, the president met War Powers Act requirements by acting as he did. Grinnell Scott. Fox News.
2: A new poll is out following the most recent developments regarding the U.S. and Iran. According to the ABC News Ipsos survey, 56 percent of Americans disapprove of President Trump's handling of the situation with Iran and 52 percent feel less safe.
1: Yeah, I think he's doing a heck of a job, but I've got to tell you, it's very disconcerting and it's damaging to the president when everybody in the administration not on the same page with the president. We'll explore that more in a moment, Alan.
2: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. It's time for House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to stop playing games and help solve the problems of this country. That's what Senator Rick Scott said on Fox News about impeachment. We've we got to secure a border, reduce the drug prices, we got issues. We got issues with Iran and North Korea and things like that. And she wants to spend all of her time on just trying to impeach this president because she hates Donald Trump. Meanwhile, President Trump is hoping his upcoming impeachment trial in the Senate is dismissed outright. On Twitter, Trump said many people share this view. The president also said that by holding a trial, the Republican-led Senate is giving credibility to what he calls an impeachment hoax. Democrats in the House could send two articles of impeachment against Trump to the Senate this week.
1: Yeah, we're getting a better handle on how all of this may go down and we may be in a Senate trial here within the week. And we will talk more
2: about that coming up. All right, Bud, a discovery in central Florida could help solve a case out of Ohio Julia May was last seen in Cincinnati more than a week ago, and yesterday, her car was found in Marion County. There was no sign of the 39-year-old woman, however, and she's believed to be endangered. One person is heard after a deputy-involved shooting in Orange County. It happened last night after deputies responded to a call about a broken window at a business on West Colonial Drive. As the deputy approached the suspect... The suspect allegedly shot at the deputy who returned fire. The suspect was hit and is in critical condition. The deputy was not hurt. The Chiefs rallied from a 24-0 deficit in the second quarter to beat the Texans 51-31 in an AFC Divisional Round playoff game in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes threw for 321 yards and five touchdowns, three of them to tight end Travis Kelsey, who says they had to stop shooting themselves in the foot and make some plays.
1: You just got to deal with what's going on in the game, and and what's real and what's not real, and what was real is that we were hurting ourselves early. With that, you just rally the troops, uh, lean on the leaders of this
5: team, and and make plays, and uh, that's what we did.
2: The Chiefs will host the Tennessee Titans next Sunday in the AFC Championship game. The Packers held off a late rally by the Seattle Seahawks to earn a 28-23 win in the divisional playoff round game at Green Bay. The Packers will visit the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. WFLA news time is 6:05. New England Patriots star Julian Edelman is arrested after allegedly jumping on a car. Jeez. And an, another great Patriots offseason is off and running here we go again that story is online at wfla orlando.com like us on facebook follow us on twitter at wfla orlando the first hour of good morning orlando starts now
0: news radio wfla orlando is available everywhere with the iheart radio app now number one for podcasting news radio wfla orlando an iheart radio station apparently landed
1: on the hood and Dented it and got arrested here. He probably got injured on the play, too, knowing Edelman. (laughs) But anyway, you know, come on. It's
2: idle hands are the devil's playground. Boy, you're
1: right. That offseason can be a killer if you don't watch yourself. I have never seen, I've been watching National Football League games since I was a little kid. I've never seen a more explosive comeback than the Chiefs stage yesterday. I wonder whether the Houston Texans will ever be the same after being up 24-0, thinking they had this great team on the ropes in Kansas City. And then all of a sudden, they look up at the scoreboard, and there are 51 points there, not for them, but for KC.
2: I was watching the game with my family uh, yesterday, and uh, we were convinced the game was pretty much over after the first quarter. The Texans were up 21-0, went up 24-0. And then the Chiefs, all of a sudden, it's like 24-7, 24-14. I'm like holy smokes, they outscore the Texans after falling behind 24-0, yeah,
1: 51-7. It was kind of like if you, an analogy to the theater of war where we said, okay, enough with the conventional weapons. Here come the nukes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it.
3: You know, it reminded me of a college football
6: game I mean, when you see a score like that, 51 points in an NFL playoff game, yeah, it's amazing. I thought it was very, very nice of them to spot those 24 points before getting started.
2: Yeah, it was like dropping back 10 yards to get a good running start. Yeah, <laughs> give, give,
1: give them something to think about all winter long. They're so generous. Gee whiz, unbelievable. Great to have you with us. And um, welcome to the 50,000-watt front porch. But heading are Alan Inspector Mike Yaffe, and Melissa Fox with you until 9 o'clock. A lot of red-hot topics, uh, local, national, you name it. And we start with a situation with Iran from a number of facets here. Alan has set the table well on that, and we're going to get to it. But, hey, if you've been listening to our show since the first of the year, you know before we get to that, we're going to get
2: to this. We want to put a grand in your hand. Yes, it's our texting contest, which was will resume in moments with our first keyword of the week. You text that keyword to 200-200, you could win $1,000 Remember to watch for a call from area Code 513. That could be us telling you that you've won. And listen every hour all day long, all week long, for the keyword and your chance to win $1,000 as we put a grand in your hand. 608 on Good Morning Orlando will update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. Headlines now, you just heard our forecast. We're
1: in pretty good shape here, but a very rough weekend, a tragic weekend in other parts of the country, a deadly weekend. At least 11 people now dead after a couple of days of tornadoes, high winds and rainfall tore apart parts of the South and the Midwest. States of emergency declared in Arkansas and Mississippi over the weekend as the storms knocked out power and toppled trees. Deaths were confirmed from Texas and Oklahoma to Louisiana and Alabama. At least 12 tornadoes reported by the National Weather Service. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories for you on Good Morning Orlando.
0: Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7, HD3, AM540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. <laughs> So, once again, on that um, ABC Ipsos
1: poll over the weekend, asking people about the escalating tensions with Iran and how they feel about how the president is handling it, and whether or not, as he and his team claims now, with Soleimani having been taken out, the top military general in Iran, we are more safe than we were. Uh, according to this poll, and it's a small sample, only about 525 Americans surveyed, margin of error is high, nearly 5%. But once again, reiterating what Alan told you a moment ago, 56% disapproving of Trump's handling of the situation with Iran, 43% approve. I'd be with the 43% in a heartbeat. Um, I, I, I think he's had the guts to do what his predecessors, Bush 43 and Obama, wouldn't do, and that's to take this guy out, He's the number one terrorist in the Middle East. Presidents, presidents got the guts to do it. Really a lame, tepid response with those missiles that were clearly not designed to score a direct hit on our two bases in, in, in Iraq. Uh, I mean, it was a tepid response in the grand scheme of things with Iran. And now we have what is, generally speaking, viewed as a stand-down on both sides for how long? Who knows? Massive protests in, um, in Iran against the lie that the government was telling them about the, uh, the shoot-down of the Ukrainian jetliner the night of the uh, missile strikes on our on our bases here. They now admitted that they shot it down. They had a nervous trigger finger. It was, uh, you know, the Iranians shot down the plane with, you know, a whole bunch of Iranians on board. And people are going crazy. They want the Ayatollah out. We'll have a live report on that from the foreign desk here uh, in our 7 o'clock hour. But at any rate... In that poll, again, so it's 56,43 against the way the president is handling this, 25 um, percent of Americans surveyed, only 25 percent say they feel more safe now, 52 percent say they feel less safe. You know, I don't get it, but there it is, uh, uh, just for the record. This is another thing I don't get, and I'm very concerned about, you know, and listen, I'm, I'm a big supporter of the president, but for crying out loud on, on such a critical decision as the Soleimani um, takeout, you got to get your story straight. Everybody has to be on the same page, on as well as off the air, and they are not. Listen to what Trump said at that big Toledo rally on Thursday about what Soleimani was planning.
0: Soleimani was actively planning new attacks, and he was looking very seriously at our embassies and not just the embassy in Baghdad. But we stopped him, and we stopped him quickly, and we stopped him cold.
1: Now here is Trump getting a little more specific with Laura Ingram on Fox Friday.
0: But Baghdad certainly
4: would have been the lead, but I think it would have been four embassies, could have been military bases, could have been a lot of other things too.
1: All right, well, at one point in there, he mentions four embassies but we don't get confirmation from that from his other top officials his nationally national security advisor uh, bob o'brien was on the sunday talk shows so was his defense secretary mark esper nobody from the briefing behind closed doors of congress last week has said that uh, they were told that the targets were the Baghdad embassy and maybe a total of four U.S. embassies in that part of the world by Soleimani. Nobody has come forward and confirmed what the president is saying. Here is Mark Esper Sunday morning on CNN with Jake Tapper.
0: Was there specific intelligence the Iranians were plotting to target four U.S. embassies? There
4: was intelligence that they had, there was an intent to target the U.S. embassy in Baghdad. What the president said with regard to the four embassies is what I believe as well. He said he believed that they probably, that they could have been targeting the embassies in the region. Well, the president didn't say there was a tangible, uh, he didn't cite a specific piece of evidence. What he said is he probably, he believed. Are you saying there wasn't one? I didn't see one. So, I don't know. You
1: know, it's a problem because it gives fodder to all the Trump haters. You know, to say the president is lying or they don't know what they're doing. Or there was no justification for the killing of Soleimani. I know there was a justification for the killing of Soleimani just based on what he has done. But they're talking about what he was going to do. And for God's sakes, do you agree with me? They have got to tell the same story. We continue. There's a whole lot more very, very important news here. Um, That is Middle East related and stay tuned. We'll get to it right after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic here in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines now. Very interesting here. A discovery in central Florida could help solve a case out of Ohio. Julia May was last seen in Cincinnati over a week ago. Yesterday, her car was found in Marion County. There was no sign of the 39-year-old woman, though, and she is believed to be endangered. Updates at least every 10 minutes in a top stories on Good Morning Orlando.
0: iHeart Radio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio Radio app today. Yeah, if you know where I'm
1: coming from here, on the need for the Trump team to be on the same page and something particularly so critically important as the killing of Soleimani, And they're not, and they're not. They were dancing all over the place, Esper and O'Brien, on the Sunday talk shows. And the president was pretty definitive on, we're talking, four embassies they were going after.
3: Yeah, it's hard to defend Trump on this one. You know, he did say, I believe it would have been four embassies. So he added that word believe in there, and Esper was kind of going along with that. But, um, you know, they should probably be more buttoned up, I guess. I think they should be. I just don't think they're communicating well enough. You know, we're kind of we're in the
1: communication business. We're sensitive to that kind of thing. Fox, what do you think?
6: Yeah, uh, I felt like they were tap dancing all around. Yeah, you know, but if he felt that way, that Esper especially. And I really love his hairpiece. I'm just going to say that. Do You think Esper's wearing a rug? yeah defense it's defense. a very well done
1: rug but yes he's i've never even given it a thought yes, i don't intend to give it any more thought okay <laughs> so moving right along i can't
6: be clogging I, up my brain with he that was stuff. seriously dancing around agreeing or or having trump's back is how i felt about it and o'brien was the same way uh, yeah. so anyway i will say i was very
3: surprised by that poll that showed that 56 percent of americans
6: don't approve of how
1: he's handling it
3: yeah A lot of
1: independents don't. That's what tilted the poll.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty surprised by that. I figured it would have been 50-50 like most polls these days, but I'm not sure what specifically they don't like unless they're just afraid of us going to war and they just don't want to go to war. Alan, what's your your take on all
2: this? Well, I don't think the conflicting messages out of uh, the White House and the administration are helping in this matter of... uh, of, uh, you know, I don't want to give drinking. Trump's
1: critics any more ammunition because they're always looking for more, and this does exactly that.
2: Yeah, and they, uh, the administration has insisted there's there was specific, concrete intelligence that uh, Soleimani was uh, planning some sort of an attack. But when we get these mixed messages about, well, I believe this is what was going to happen, you know, that doesn't lend itself to uh, solid... Uh, concrete evidence.
1: I've been in or around the news business a long time. As you know, when did intelligence become exquisite? <laughs> that that sounds like a descriptive term for a really great <laughs> piece of jewelry. You paid too much for. I mean, it, it used to be, we got really solid intelligence or good yeah. intelligence. Now it's exquisite. I don't understand what that is.
3: I will say that his intelligence officials and Mark Esper did say there was specific intelligence that diplomats were being targeted and, Assets overseas were being targeted. They just wouldn't say specifically for embassies.
1: Let me put a few more things on the table here just so we can watch for them. The president is um, considering now a dramatic expansion of his travel ban There's a document floating around reportedly in the White House, this according to Associated Press now and other outlets, but they've blacked out the names of the countries here. But apparently the president is concerned that the watered-down travel ban that finally got him a green light from the Supreme Court, if you'll remember a couple of years ago here, is not sufficient, you know. And uh, we'll watch for that. And, uh, hey, listen, I'm all for the president's right Uh, to keep us safe in this country by determining who gets in and who doesn't. So we will watch for that. And you remember, and Alan, this occurred um, when I was off for an extended weekend, uh, that deadly attack by this Saudi at the uh, Naval Air Station up in Pensacola. Right. Lost three people, I think, up there. We had a bunch more wounded. Am I right on that That score? That is correct. Yeah. Now, um, even though it's not directly connected to this, apparently uh, the Trump administration is expelling more than a dozen Saudis who are training with our military here um, uh, to, to be able to work on and fly our military planes that we have sold to Saudi Arabia here, and that there are 850 Saudis undergoing this kind of pilot training and, and, uh, and, and work on these uh, on these highly sophisticated military jets we have sold them, all across the united states and the order is out now that they will do all their training in the ground and we're not going to let any of them be in the air yeah I, and you I, know i think I, I think that's a good move
2: yeah and we've got a report from fox news on this coming up in uh, the news at the bottom of the hour
1: if your child's teacher is not in school today, this may well be the reason why Alan has it as we kick off the bottom of the hour news update.
2: Thousands of teachers from all over Florida, Bud, are taking over in the state capitol today with a rally in tally demanding more funding for public schools.
5: South Florida Congresswomen Donna Shalala and Debbie mooker Powell will be on hand at Tropical Park tonight sending off the teachers who have a message for lawmakers. Properly fund our public schools. Governor DeSantis has declared 2020 the year of the teacher and wants to raise starting salaries to $47,500. United Teachers of Dade President Carla Hernandez Mott says there are plenty of hurdles to clear before that happens. We know that there are some people from his party, including people in Miami Dade, the Miami Dade delegation that have not supported him and his initiative. Teachers also want to make sure veteran educators and support staffers get a pay raise. Florida ranks 46th in teacher pay. Many school staffers earn a wage below the poverty line. Wendy Grossman, News Radio WFLA, Orlando.
1: More on this, including a threat to fire some of the teachers if they take off to go to Tallahassee for the big rally today. Coming up.
2: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Washington is moving to expel more than a dozen Saudi military personnel training in the U.S., Fox's Christina Coleman reports, this comes after an investigation into last month's shooting at Naval Air Station Pensacola where a Saudi Naval officer killed three Americans.
7: Some of these Saudi service members set to be expelled reportedly have ties to extremist groups and others are accused of possessing child pornography. The individuals expected to be removed from the country are not believed to have aided the Saudi service member accused in the December 6th shooting. This, according to an FBI investigation that reportedly found extremist rhetoric and online communications among some of the students. According to the Washington Post, the review found several of the students set to be expelled may have failed to report the gunman's alarming behavior leading up to the shooting.
2: The Pentagon says the decision to restrict about 850 Saudi military students to classroom training remains in effect while U.S. officials review security measures. Help for Puerto Rico is on its way from Orlando. Nazareth Episcopal Church is donating money collected yesterday to the island's earthquake relief efforts. Some of the church's parishioners are from Puerto Rico. Pastor Jose Rodriguez telling our news partner Fox 35 his church wants to uplift families worried about their loved ones and support families displaced by the earthquakes.
1: 710, we're going live to Puerto Rico for an update on the situation there. The quakes just keep on coming.
2: Britain's Queen Elizabeth is calling a meeting over Prince Harry's decision to abandon his royal duties. She's called Prince Harry to sit down with her, his father and his brother today to talk about the move. The meeting may entail them working out a template for future in case any other member of the royal family wishes to leave the royal life. Jimmy Johnson, who coached the Dallas Cowboys to two Super Bowl championships in the 1990s, has been elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So as Bill Cowher, who led the Pittsburgh Steelers to a Super Bowl title, they're part of a centennial class that was chosen by a special committee.
1: Both of them got the word during their live shows. You know, uh, yeah. you know, where they analyzed the NFL games and all of that over the weekend. It was quite a scene.
2: Emotional. They didn't know it was coming. WFLA news time is 6:36. You don't have to miss any part of Good Morning Orlando. You can get caught up with our podcasts on the iHeartRadio app and our first hour. <laughs> Central Florida headlines for you right now. A carjacking suspect is in
1: custody after picking the wrong place to take a nap in Volusia County. Troopers say two volunteer auxiliary troopers were checking I-95 yesterday for abandoned cars when they found one that was stolen out of Palm Beach County in a carjacking. Was a man sleeping in the back seat? Auxiliary troopers don't have arrest power, so they called Volusia County deputies for backup. Deputies arrived and arrested the sleeping 20-year-old suspect. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the Tom Stories for you and good morning, Orlando.
0: Now on FM ninety-four point one, still on FM 93.1, news radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM540. Teachers Union members
1: statewide by the thousands, maybe tens of thousands, are streaming to Tallahassee today in the eve of the legislative session for their big take on Tallahassee rally. They want education, public education funded at a higher level, and they want more pay, want some other things as well. Um, <laughs> i got to tell you, this was pretty heavy-handed. On Friday, in anticipation of this, the top attorney for the Defor- Florida Department of Education, according to the education uh, editor and, um, and, and, and writer at the Orlando Sentinel, uh, Leslie Postal, there was a warning from the top attorney for the Florida Department of Education that if 1,600 Polk County teachers were to take the day off today to attend that rally in Tallahassee, the action could constitute an illegal strike and they could be fired. Well, late last night it is reported from another outlet, the media outlet, that uh, Polk County School Superintendent Jacqueline Byrd says, I have, do not anticipate firing anybody here. I don't think they should be fired for that, you know, I'm. However, my big question here, Yaffe, is this, and I'm a simple man, as you know. As you've suggested on more than one occasion. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, <laughs> listen. Why don't they hold, why didn't they hold that rally on the weekend so teachers everywhere could go and you wouldn't have a bunch of kids showing up at school with no teacher today? Why didn't they do that on Saturday? Uh, that that it that is what makes sense to me. Maybe I'm asking too much but here.
3: They got they had football games to watch, Bud. They, oh, did, they had stuff to do. Oh, I see. Come on now. Well, I will say uh, that way any
1: teacher could have gotten to Tallahassee that yeah. wanted to, and the kids wouldn't be compromised. You know, the kids shouldn't be victimized by you know. Well, where's the teacher? I mean, and they could have trouble in parts of of the state of Florida covering all the classes with substitutes yeah. if all these teachers Good bail. Point. For Tallahassee, but they Woo-hoo. should not be fired for doing so. But for God's sakes, well, think, hold it, the rally on Saturday.
6: But Florida Constitution doesn't allow them to strike or anything. Why you want to take away their only two days off? They should be doing it on the school's time. Oh, interesting take on that, Fox. You know, you said the
3: students are being victimized, but there's probably a lot of students. They come in, they Woo-hoo. see the substitute. It's video day. Substitute. You know, yeah. Roll in the TV. Yeah, you know, think I, I guess so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> any, any thoughts on whether they ought to be fired for taking a day off to go up to Tallahassee? There was a threat that that would be done. I don't know if it will be done in certain places. I don't think it should be. But for God's sakes, why didn't they hold the rally on Saturday? 407-916-5400 and the text line 23680 where standard message and data rates apply. Governor Ron DeSantis, when he was campaigning for the office he holds and his approval ratings are through the roof across party lines right now. And I think he's doing a great job. He said he would sign E-Verify so that no illegal alien could get work in the state of Florida. That you had to show that you were here legally. Now it looks like a compromise is in the works with the legislature to get him off the hook. And I don't like what I'm seeing here. I'll share it with you in a moment after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. <laughs> Headlines now. Scary situation in parts of Canada. false alarm about an incident at a nuclear power plant east of Toronto sent out to people in Ontario province Sunday. The initial message sent to cell phones to people throughout the area said... The issue occurred at a nuclear power station there, but added there was no abnormal release of radioactivity from the station. An hour later, Ontario Power Generation sent a message saying the alert was sent in error and there was no danger to the public or environment. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories. We keep it up here And Good Morning Orlando. P.M. Orlando,
0: We taste 5 to 6 p.m. News Radio WFLA Orlando.
1: We like Governor Ron DeSantis, doing a heck of a job. Do you remember during the campaign that he separated himself in the primary from his Republican opponent uh, who didn't want E-Verify? And he said, I will sign E-Verify so we make sure that we're not hiring workers who are in this state illegally. He's been right with Trump pretty much in lockstep on being tough on illegal immigration and you cannot get a handle on the illegal immigration problem unless you use the e-verify system you know which can determine whether somebody is here legally or illegally and they got to be verified to be here illegally uh, or legally in order to be hired okay it's a good thing if you really do care about the illegal immigration problem and the sovereignty of this nation, about who gets in here and who doesn't get in here. So the governor said he would sign E-Verify. Adam Putnam didn't want to. I think it was an important part of the um, of the success that he had, DeSantis, during the campaign, and then it ultimately uh, he narrowly won over Andrew Gillum and became our governor. Now, at the legislature, with fierce pushback on E-Verify from special interests and lobbyists, from agriculture, tourism, and construction who want the cheap na- labor, want to look the other way, and say, oh, no, know, I think he's here legally. I don't know. He told me he was. Come on now. Come on in here, son. We got a little work for you to do over here in the field. I mean, give me a break. This stinks to high heaven. There's a compromise bill that they will be debating in Tallahassee and something maybe they can get DeSantis to sign, but I hope not. And what it does is it forces the use of eVerify in the public sector for government jobs and government agencies, but it lets the private sector completely off the hook. That is not what Trump wants. That is not what DeSantis campaigned on, Yaffe. This stinks to the high heaven. And uh, And again, it's because the legislature and a lot of, A lot of these Republicans who dominate the legislature have major donors in these special interest groups who want the cheap labor and are leaning hard on them, saying if you want support for your reelection, this is the way it works. Um, You've got to, if you're going to do E-Verify, you can't do it for the private sector. We're not going to tolerate it in construction. We're not going to tolerate it in the hospitality industry and tourism. We're not going to tolerate it in agriculture and and it looks like they have caved on this and they will be looking at a severely watered down e-verify and i don't like it
3: well i was gonna say it almost seems pointless now because like you said the areas where illegal immigration is a problem it's not the public sector as far as i'm aware i don't think there's i don't think the government's hiring that many illegal immigrants well it's the, in the private sector the that, number, that the problem is. the
1: numbers are massive in the private yeah, exactly. sector. I and mean, that's is where well you would taken, need it. You know?
3: So what about it, gang? Uh, we, we have a texter who says, uh, plainly, no compromise on E-Verify. So agrees with you.
1: Six exclamation points. Yeah, exactly. Point? Well, man, I can hear it from here, and it's only a text message. You know? <laughs> Come on, this is not the E-Verify that the governor said he would sign here.
2: Yeah, I mean, what's the deal? The
1: deal is they're watering it down. All they yes. want is they want it for the public sector, not the private sector. So
2: he's caving in.
1: He's not. The state lawmakers are. They're going to entertain a compromise bill on this thing, Alan. Um, and and it will only require E-Verify if passed for the public sector, not the private sector, not for tourism, not for construction, not for agriculture, well, not as, for
2: farming. Yeah, if he pointed out, there's really no point in even doing that.
1: Well, I, I I agree 100%, but the issue is, should DeSantis sign this if that's what he gets? And I say he should not. He should say, and he should campaign for it, he's got sky-high numbers, and say, no, no, no. We want full E-Verify in the state of Florida.
6: How about we just don't let as many illegals get into the country?
1: Well, that would be great. Yes. Okay, now you're taking me to the wall and all kinds of other things, but the the reality is we got them here. Now, the best way to get them out of here Mm -hmm. is to have E-Verify, not watered down half E-Verify. I just
6: think the Republican donors who run these industries are not going to allow it to ever pass.
1: And I'm a Republican. I agree 100%. I don't like it. It stinks. You ought to get a hold of your representative here if you care about the illegal immigration issue here. You know, you torch the phones when we talk about the border and all of this. Where are you right now on this? Well, I don't know, but man. I guess it's okay here. You know, we need the cheap labor to keep the prices, blah, 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 blah. You're a hypocrite. With all due respect, if you don't go after your Republican lawmakers and tell them we want fully verifying the state of Florida. 658 here on Good Morning Orlando. News coming up. Alan.
2: Protests in Iran turn violent, and Rick Scott is impatient over impeachment those stories and others plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes on good morning orlando it is
0: 658 wflf pine hills orlando wmgf hd3 mount dora orlando w226 bt orlando and w231 ct orlando news radio wfla orlando an iHeart radio station good morning orlando
1: top of the morning to you here on a monday morning at seven o'clock as we update once again central florida's news weather and traffic here on news radio wfla orlando now on fm 94.1 fm 93.1 and still on am 540 i'm bud Hedinger.
2: and i'm alan specter our top story this hour protests getting out of hand in iran more in one minute
1: more than a 1,000 earthquakes have shaken Puerto Rico. We'll go live to the island for an update at 710 here on Good Morning
2: Orlando. 702 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Protests in Iran are turning violent. Fox's Simon Owen has more from London. Reports from Iran say a third day of
6: protests is now underway. This after reports of violence last night. Video on social media recording gunshots and pools of blood on the ground in the vicinity of protests in the capital Tehran. Iranian police are insisting they did not fire at protesters. The anger coming after Iran admitted shooting down a Ukrainian passenger plane last week amid the flare-up in tensions with the US. Iran had previously insisted it had nothing to do with the crash. Simon Owen, Fox News.
2: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank.
1: We're going to have a live uh, report with our man working the foreign desk here at 7.40 this morning here. A bit more than half an hour out, Alan.
2: All right, bud. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says Democrats will decide when to send articles of impeachment against President Trump to the Senate. On ABC's This Week, Pelosi said House Democrats will talk about the issue tomorrow morning senator rick scott is tired of waiting the florida republican telling fox news i got elected a little over a year ago i got elected to come up and try to solve problems i didn't get elected to, to have nancy pelosi play games which is all she's doing scott says it's frustrating that serious issues like iran are taking a back seat to impeachment because of the hatred Pelosi and other Democrats have for President Trump.
1: Yeah, we'll give you the latest we have on where we go from here on the impeachment front a little later in this half hour.
2: An Orange County deputy is on administrative leave and a suspect is in the hospital after a shooting last night in West Orange County. Witnesses called for help after a man swashed out a window in a shopping center on West Colonial Drive. deputy approached the suspect and tried to detain him. A struggle ensued and the suspect pulled out a large revolver, pointed at the deputy, and fired around at the deputy. The deputy immediately returned fire, and the suspect was struck several times. Chief Deputy Larry Zweig says the officer has been on the force since 2017 and was not hurt. The suspect was last listed in critical condition. The FDLE is now leading the investigation. Road rage is suspected in a deadly shooting in Polk County. It happened Saturday night in Winter Haven on Lake Ned Road. Deputies say an SUV driver told them a pickup truck driver confronted him for following too closely and threatened to kill everyone in the SUV. The SUV driver claims he feared for his life and shot the pickup truck driver, who died after being taken to the hospital. No arrest has been announced. The investigation is ongoing. In the NFL playoffs, the Packers held off a late rally from the Seattle Seahawks to earn a 28-23 win in the divisional playoff round at Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers passed for a pair of scores and previews the NFC Championship game in which the Pack will visit the San Francisco 49ers.
3: Yeah, we, uh, you know, we got to play a lot better, obviously. They're a great football team, have a great front, obviously get after
1: the passer and Don't need to rush a lot of guys to do that excellent uh, pass rush.
2: The AFC championship game will feature the Tennessee Titans and the Chiefs at Kansas City. The Chiefs got in by roaring back from a 24-0 deficit and blowing out the Houston Texans 51-31. WFLA news time is 7.05. A man survives 20 days in the Alaskan wilderness after his cabin burns down. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for broadcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando at iHeartRadio Station. Good morning, Orlando.
1: Welcome aboard. You're on the 50,000-watt front porch. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Hope your team's won. But man, Alan Yaffe and the Fox with you until nine o'clock. I tore into the legislature for this compromise on E-Verify that it looks like is in the works for the upcoming session here so that private sector would be off the hook. It would all be in the public sector, government jobs, and uh, lots of reaction on both sides of the fence on that text line.
3: Yeah, one person says, if the private sector is allowed to hire illegal immigrants at lower wages... They should be made to pay for their welfare. Another person says, E-Verify won't make any difference in the
6: government sector. It will just cost us tax money to do it. Militia? The governor promised E-Verify, reversing the gun ban for 18- to 20-year-olds the, be- uh, the Bud and the left is four. Let's hope this is his only term. God,
1: he just writes that stuff all the time. $5 tomatoes coming soon. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, no compromise on E-Verify. Yeah, one
3: person says it's extremely expensive, though. E-Verify.
1: We'll talk more about it. We're going to watch them. We're going to hold them accountable up there in Tallahassee. Right now... Listen to Alan. He's got something real special this morning.
2: Once again, we want to put a grand in your hand with our texting contest. We're just about to announce the keyword of the hour. Listen up and text that keyword to 200, 200. You could be winning $1,000. Remember to watch for a call from area code 513, which could be us informing you that you have won. Listen every hour all day long for the keyword and your chance to win $1,000 as we put a grand in your hand. 707 on Good Morning Orlando. We'll update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. Local headlines
1: for you right now. One person hurt after a deputy involved shooting in Orange County. It happened last night after deputies responded to a call about a broken window at a business on West Colonial Drive. As the deputy approached the suspect, the suspect allegedly shot at the deputy who returned fire. The suspect was hit, is now in critical condition. The deputy was not hurt. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories are promised to you right here on Good Morning Orlando.
0: Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3 AM540, and the iHeartRadio Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando.
1: An update now on the earthquake situation in Puerto Rico. It's been astounding what's happened. They're on the border of two tectonic plates in the Earth's crust that are banging up against each other right now and the ground has not stopped shaking for any great length of time for more than two weeks right now. Believe it or not, nearly 1,300 earthquakes, 100 of them strong enough to be felt, including one on Saturday that was a 6.0, the biggest so far, 6.4, all centered off the southern coast of the island of Puerto Rico here and causing significant damage and traumatizing the entire population of more than 3 million people. Uh, One of them is Emmy Carrasquillo, who is the sister of our co-worker, um, Sandra Carrasquillo, and reported on Hurricane Maria for us out of Puerto Rico a couple of years ago and is back on with us again this morning with the situation with the earthquakes down in Puerto Rico. Emmy, good morning to you. How are things going down there?
8: Good morning. Well, we're holding on strong.
1: How do you mean that? I mean, what is it like? Are you feeling the ground moving where you are? You're not really that near the center of these quakes. And San Juan has not been hit as hard because they're on the northern shore. But you felt these earthquakes more than a time or two, right?
8: Correct. We have um, the the ones that we had this weekend. I felt a couple of the shakes, but not as strenuous as the first one when it all started
1: what kind of additional damage has been done around the island i know you're well connected with what's happening everywhere in puerto rico
8: well yesterday we took it upon ourselves uh and went down to the south part of the island visited four of the five uh towns that were heavily hit and the pictures don't do it justice. It's a really, really devastating to see what's happening down there. You go to communities that have over, you know, 80, 90 houses and there's only like 25 families left because everyone else either took off elsewhere. They're not wanna, they don't wanna return to their homes because they have structural damage. Or lastly, um, they just, their houses just basically are
1: rubble. How is the government handling things down there? What about the power situation?
8: Power situation is actually, again, can um, honestly assess that the power is getting back down to the south of the, the metro area and the north shore of the island already has power since midweek last week, but... Um, When we were visiting the communities yesterday, we were able to actually experience the power getting back to some of the communities. So they are responding um, a little bit faster than when Maria, uh, in terms of the power.
1: Um, There's no way to know how long this is going to continue, and there is no way to prevent it or anticipate the next earthquake. What is the emotional impact of that on you and everyone in Puerto Rico?
8: That's a crucial um point in this situation. The not being able to prepare yourselves, um, you know, knowing what was gonna happen is the uncertainty and the unknown that is basically uh draining everyone. Um, no one wants to go to sleep, no one wants to be inside their homes, uh, down in the south because they're afraid that another earthquake is gonna happen. So we saw a lot of tired faces, we saw lots of people just drained and hanging outside their homes um you know setting up tents outside the front Mm. entrances because they're just afraid um to go back in
1: we're almost out of time i know you've been um involved in relief efforts down there and trying to help out tell us briefly about what you were doing over the weekend
8: yeah well a couple of my friends and i we were just uh, tired of watching the news and just sitting in our sofa so we decided to raise uh some money And we went to a local ice plant here in uh, the metro area, and we bought a 1,000 bags of ice. And then the owner of the plant got so emotional when he saw what we were doing. We were scrambling, getting payments from friends on all these electronic devices, and then all of a sudden we raised enough money. So uh, when we paid off, he actually had loaded an additional 800 bags of ice to our refrigerated truck. So yesterday at 4.30 in the morning, we took off with, like, a bunch of friends. There were, like, 15 cars uh, and the truck, and we were able to visit all these communities and bring them ice for refrigeration uh, purposes for food, medicine. And it's just nice to drink a tall glass of water with ice. So when it's hot outside, it's just that's one of the best feelings
1: ever. You are awesome. You really, really are. And um, I, it's great to hear what you're trying to do to help out. And a lot of folks are pitching in. And in a moment, I'll tell people how they can help from back here on the U.S. mainland. But Emmy Carasquillo reporting live from Puerto Rico. Uh, we wish we wish safety for you and and everyone in Puerto Rico and, uh, and and an end to this earthquake nightmare. Thanks for joining us for the update, Emmy.
9: Thank you
8: for having me. It's always a
1: pleasure. You bet. And God bless you as well. We posted information on how you can help the folks in Puerto Rico. And uh, where do we go to find that, gang?
6: Well, you can go to our website, wflaorlando.com, and then keyword Budman. And I've also got uh, on the social media, too. Or you can just write it down, Foundation for foundationforpuertorico.org slash donate.
1: We're on the impeachment beat in a moment, right after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines for you right now. Road rage suspected in a deadly shooting in Polk County. It happened on Saturday night in Winter Haven on Lake Ned Road. Deputies say an SUV driver told them a pickup truck driver confronted him we following too closely and threatened to kill everybody in the SUV. The SUV driver claims he feared for his life and shot the pickup truck driver who died after being taken to the hospital. No arrest announced yet. The investigation ongoing. Stay tuned for updates on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando every I Heart 10 minutes. Radio
0: is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.
1: It's incredible to think, isn't it? Something we will never experience here in the state of Florida, where earthquakes are extremely, extremely rare. We do have them, but they're very rare. 1,280 earthquakes since the 28th of December down there, and no way of knowing when this ends. A hundred of them strong enough to be felt, several of them causing damage which continues it's a nightmare
2: and and you worry about a situation with an island and the possibility of a tsunami from one of these quakes
1: yeah that's true and a long time ago they had a big quake in uh, Puerto Rico and they did have a tsunami problem it hasn't happened yet but you just never know no because it's right on the border of a couple of these plates in in the earth's crust that rub up against each other GPS listen to this GPS satellite analysis in such detail is now showing that the landmass of Puerto Rico has moved like five and a half inches. The entire landmass
3: has moved.
2: Man, you, you gotta...
1: Damn, it's hard to imagine that.
2: That's
3: oh, why it man. tears
1: up building. It doesn't take I'm much. I'm going to
3: have to update all my maps now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just... are.
2: You <laughs> are. You're not, you, but, know, you know, you might fly down to Puerto Rico and completely miss <laughs> it. You know, seriously, you've got to feel for the uh, people of Puerto Rico, not only because of this, but the ongoing situation with Hurricane Maria and the continued recovery. From that disaster.
1: Very tough. On our website right now, uh, WFLAOrlando.com, keyword Budman will tell you how you can help the folks down there in Puerto Rico. Please go take a look and do what you can. Looks like Pelosi has blinked here and is finally going to cough up the articles of impeachment and get him on over to the Senate. And we may have a trial following very closely there. No indication of any concessions that she was able to extract from. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell in the United States Senate. Um, And uh, it looks like we may have a trial started by the end of this week.
2: Yeah, and obviously uh, Pelosi and the Democrats were pushing uh, for the uh, Republicans, led by Mitch McConnell, to allow witnesses to testify in the Senate trial. And we're hearing nothing about that yet.
1: Yeah, and uh, McConnell says we'll get the trial going and then we'll we'll look at maybe witnesses later on, kind of like they did during the Clinton trial, as he cites. Uh, so we have that, and um, yeah, what do you w- think, Yaffe?
3: Well, I was just saying, I was just reading here that apparently a lot of Democrats behind the scenes were putting pressure on Pelosi to move forward with this because it just just didn't look good.
1: No, it didn't look good when there was great urgency. We got to impeach him. We got right. to do it now. We can't wait because he's still doing all this bad stuff. We got to get him impeached now, and then they put the brakes on here. If you don't think this is all political. That should be about all of the proof you need. Fox, you got anything to say on this? Yeah, you look like you're churning over there.
6: Well, because I was in the military, and the biggest phrase that always came around, the Army, was hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's it seems typical, almost apropos. Yeah.
1: Looks like I'm Trump's going to block the- John Bolton, the former national security advisor, from testifying, um, saying that he's not doing it for now. He's not that worried about Bolton. But he says that for the future, it sets a bad precedent, you know, that uh, a president ought to be able to have uh, confidential conversations with his own people and under executive privilege should not be forced, uh, you know, to send somebody over here. And he's not going to allow Bolton to testify, even though I don't think Bolton would be willing to testify and throw Trump under the bus because he hates the Democrats so much.
3: Yeah, I don't either. Unless they're afraid they're going to trap him in some kind of perjury trap or something. But I don't know.
1: Monday morning, just another school day in Florida.
2: Well, not exactly, right, Alan? That's right, bud. Thousands of teachers across Florida are playing hooky today. So they can be on hand at the state capitol for a rally in tally.
5: 2020 has been declared the year of the teacher with Governor Ron DeSantis announcing he wants to raise starting salaries to $47,500. Broward Teachers Union President Anna Fusco says it's a great start, but veteran teachers and support staff need raises too.
7: Our teachers and even all of our support people dig into their pockets to make sure our schools have the materials and resources to have the basic necessities for every single day.
5: Governor DeSantis also wants to repeal the best and brightest teacher program, replacing it with a $300 million bonus plan instead. Florida ranks 46th in teacher pay. Wendy Grossman, News Radio, WFLA, Orlando.
2: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. More than a dozen Saudi servicemen serving at American military bases will reportedly be expelled from the U.S following last month's deadly shooting at Naval Air Station Pensacola. The men are not accused of helping the Saudi Air Force lieutenant who killed three U.S. servicemen and wounded eight others during training, but they're being thrown out of the country for connections to extremist rhetoric, possessing child pornography, and failure by some to report alarming behavior by the gunman before the shootings. Yeah, guys, don't let the door hit you on the way out. See ya. (laughs) The health department is posting a rabies alert for one Seminole County neighborhood. A feral cat tested positive for the disease near West Broadway Street, prompting the
1: rabies warning. The alert covers an area from Lake Jessup Avenue south to West Mitchell Hammock Road. County Road 419 is the eastern border of the alert area. The Greenway is the western edge. Residents should keep their pets inside and make sure their dogs and cats have up-to-date rabies vaccinations. Rory O'Neill, News Radio, WFLA, Orlando.
2: A carjacking suspect is in custody after picking the wrong place to take a nap in Volusia County. FHP says two volunteer auxiliary troopers were checking I-95 yesterday for abandoned cars when they found one that was stolen out of Palm Beach County in a carjacking. A man was sleeping in the back seat, but auxiliary troopers don't have arrest powers, so they called Volusia County deputies for backup the deputies arrived and arrested the 20-year-old sleepy suspect.
1: You snooze, you lose comes to mind, doesn't
2: exactly. it? Exactly. The Magic resume their six-game road trip tonight in Sacramento against the Kings. Orlando opened the trek with a 98-94 loss in Phoenix on Friday. The Magic sit at 18-21 and 21 on the season. Elsewhere,
5: elsewhere, 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 elsewhere.
2: Another rock and roll icon is gone. Many around the music world gave condolences over the weekend following word of the death of Rush drummer and lyricist Neil Peart. He died last Tuesday, but the news didn't break until Friday. From Kiss, Paul Stanley wrote that he was shocked and it was sad, while Gene Simmons said Neil was a kind soul. Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl, who inducted Rush into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, wrote of Peart on social media, Today, the world lost a true giant in the history of rock and roll, an inspiration to millions with an unmistakable sound who spawned generations of musicians like myself to pick up two sticks and chase a dream. Neil Peart died after a three-year battle of brain cancer. He was just 67. Boy, that's a sad piece of news there. It is, and he's so well thought of, as you can tell, in the music world. Oh, yeah, a giant. Yep, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is revealing the public vote for this year's induction... And leading the way is this group. That's Dave Matthews Band, which has the most fan votes for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rounding out the top five in order are Pat Benatar, The Doobie Brothers, Soundgarden, and Judas Priest. The top five will be included in a single fan ballot submitted along with other Rock Hall voters. And since that ballot is weighted equally to cover more than 1,000 votes cast by industry professionals, it by no means guarantees they will be inducted.
1: We're all music lovers here on uh, on Good Morning Orlando, but you are Mr. Music. What do you think about those nominees? What about Dave Matthews?
2: Uh, I think he deserves it. He's... Mm. And, uh, and Melissa's uh, so-so on it. Mm. It wasn't... I When this, the list originally came out, I picked five. He, Dave Matthews' band was not among them. Three that I picked did make the top five. Pat Benatar, The Doobies, and Judas Priest. Same here, yeah. I also picked Todd Rundgren, who was... Well down in the voting this time after almost getting into the top five last year.
6: I would have thought he'd been already in there, too. That kills me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, last year the uh, the winner of the fan vote was Def Leppard. They did wind up getting inducted into
3: the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
6: No, good stuff.
3: I I like Soundgarden. Never been a huge fan of Dave Matthews. But, I mean, all of those bands, I could see making it.
6: Yeah, well, a couple
2: of 90s bands for you, basically, when they had their big hits. Mm -hmm. What else is going on? Well, finally, a moment on the Canadian version of Family Feud has gone viral, and this is that moment.
3: All right, real simple. There's one question, only one answer. Whoever gets it, you're playing for $10,000. That's it. Whoever guesses this wins the game. Here we go. Name Popeye's favorite food.
5: Chicken. Oh my God. Show me chicken.
2: Bennett, Sherry. That was uh, Eve Dubois, who confidently answered the question, what is Popeye's favorite food, with the answer chicken, <laughs> and even did a little dance to celebrate what she thought was a victory. She like, I won. chicken, oh yeah. Chicken, chicken, chicken. You know, Popeye's
1: not around much anymore, you know. If somebody on the younger side, I could see where they might blow that.
2: Yeah, the answer, of course, as you heard, was spinach. Right. That's the cartoon character Popeye, not the Popeye's restaurant. Right. And uh, the video, by the way, has had more than 1.2 million views on YouTube. And the folks at Popeye's, the fast food chicken chain, saw it. And they're giving Eve Dubois $10,000 worth of their food. Oh, so
6: that is...
1: Now I get it. I see because you said chicken because of the... the the restaurant.
6: That's right. Ah. Oh, you didn't know that before?
1: No, I didn't know that. I just thought somebody was saying, "Well, you know, Popeye for crying out loud—that's a cartoon from a long time ago." <laughs>
6: Lord, I took Popeye's, it from Popeye's breaking the I internet get it again, it.
1: and the chicken sandwiches and all of that stuff is in the news. I get it. You know, I don't. Know. The clue bus showed up this morning without the bud man on board. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, here's a quarter. Find these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com dot com, and listen to the Elsewhere podcast. On the iHeartRadio Radio app, just look for elsewhere. Elsewhere,
5: elsewhere, elsewhere, elsewhere.
2: With Alan Spector.
1: Massive protests in Iran and a lot more Iran-related news. We'll get the very latest on it in a live report from our man Bill Zimfer working the foreign desk. Don't miss it. It's important stuff coming right up after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here in two minutes. On Good Morning Orlando. Headlines for you now in the sports realm. Jimmy Johnson, who coached the Dallas Cowboys to two Super Bowl championships in the 90s, has been elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and so has Bill Cowher, who led the Pittsburgh Steelers to a Super Bowl title. They're part of a centennial class that was chosen by a special committee. Updates at least
0: every 10 minutes in our top stories.
1: You can count on that right here in Good Morning Orlando.
0: Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And Still on AM 540.
1: It's going to handle all that's going on uh, related to the situation with Iran as we bring in News Radio WFLA correspondent Bill Zimfer, working the Foreign Desk. It's late afternoon in Iran right now. What about those massive protests? Do they continue? And can you help us understand what's behind them, Bill?
4: Yeah, those protests to answer your first question, but are continuing today at uh, they expanded over the weekend, first starting in Tehran on Saturday, expanding to over a dozen cities on Sunday. And they continue today. And uh, what a change in dynamic on the ground in Iran. If we go back to the drone strike that killed General Soleimani, protests erupted in Iran, filling the streets, whether they were fabricated by the government or, or uh, supplemented by the government with protesters, they were anti-American protests that seemed to be gaining steam in Iran. These protests that started over the weekend, not anti-American anti-government protest. People upset with the fact that the government lied to them about the downing of a Ukrainian jetliner. Iran, after three days of denials, admitting over the weekend that they accidentally shot down this jetliner that took off from Tehran and killed 176 people. So a little bit different on the ground in Iran today. Anti-government protesters calling for the Ayatollah, among others, to step down in government.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. There's an American flag that is painted on the ground in Tehran, the capital there. Normally, people stomp on it. People were walking around it. Did you see those pictures?
4: Yes, it did, out of a show of respect for the United States. Yeah. So, like I said, things have taken a, 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 dr- a dramatic turn, a 180, on the ground in Iran today. Now, this is uh, something that the the United States, of course, I'm sure is pleased to see, and uh, something that was an unexpected, perhaps unexpected benefit, out of a tragedy of that airliner going down. Now the situation, Bud, though, is that we have yet to find an exit ramp here. Uh, the argument it goes back and forth over who started this situation, with some saying the United States started it by targeting General Soleimani in Baghdad, others saying that it was Soleimani and Iran that started this whole situation decades ago with their destabilizing activities in the Middle East. So while yep. the arguing continues over who started it, uh, nobody's been able to find a way out.
1: No, and this morning there are media reports that uh, Iran police are, are shooting at those protesters, and all of this continues and we appreciate the update from the Foreign Desk News Radio WFLA correspondent, Bill Zimfer. Catch you next time, my friend.
4: Always a pleasure, bud.
1: Good deal. Hey, um, what kind of shape is your air conditioning system in? Is it ready to handle the load when that big-time Florida heat and humidity come roaring back before you know it? The Bud Man here from my friends at Mills Air. These are the folks you've got to get a hold of right now because now is the time for preventative maintenance on your AC unit. And right now, have I got a deal for you, thanks to my friends at Mills Air, making available to you, because you're listening to us, the amazing new $69.95 Bud Special. For just $69.95, what a price, you get a 20-point precision tune-up that will wind up saving you money. You know Mills Air Services all the brands out there and they are a certified carrier dealer which means you save even more when you turn to the experts at Carrier. So ask for the Mills Air 6995 bud special. Call them about that right now. 407-277-1159 again. 407-277-1159. You want that Mills Air 6995. Bud special. There's nothing out there like it. Online, millsair.com. Nothing else on the radio like him. Rush Limbaugh, every afternoon, noon to 3 here on WFLA. And every morning at this half hour, he has the Rush morning update. And it's next after our latest update for you on Orlando's news, weather and traffic here in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando.
0: WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3, Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT, Orlando, and W231CT, Orlando. News Radio WFLA, Orlando, and iHeart Radio Station.
1: Good morning, Orlando. Wonderful to have you with us here on a beautiful Monday morning at 8 o'clock as we update once again Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio WFLA, Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger,
2: And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, Iranian protesters in the line of fire. More in one minute. What's on your mind? We want to hear from you next on Open Mind Monday here on Good Morning Orlando. 8.02 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Iranian police are accused of firing live rounds at protesters in Tehran as tensions there ramp up. Demonstrators have been protesting since last week when the government announced Iranian forces mistakenly shot down that Ukrainian airliner minutes after takeoff from Tehran's airport, killing 176 people.
1: Iranian police and security forces in riot gear using tear gas and live ammunition to break up demonstrations at Tehran University and Freedom Square and elsewhere. It it started as candlelight vigils for the 16 Iranian students among the 176 innocent civilians on board the doomed 737. The crowds then began chanting
10: death to the dictator and death To liars, calling on the Ayatollah to step down and for those responsible to be fired and put on trial. Crowds fled the tear gas and bullets with reports
1: of
2: people wounded and pools of blood on the ground. Fox's Rick Leventhal reporting from Jerusalem. A new poll is out following the most recent developments regarding the United States and Iran. According to the ABC News Ipsos survey, 56% of Americans disapprove of President Trump's handling of the situation with Iran and 52% feel less safe.
1: Yeah, an Open Mind Monday, I'd like to know how you feel about how the president's handling that, and it's coming up.
2: This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. It's time for House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to stop playing games and help solve the problems of this country. That's what Senator Rick Scott said on Fox News about impeachment. We have we got to secure a border, reduce the drug prices. We got issues. We got issues with Iran and North Korea and things like that. And she wants to spend all of her time on just trying to impeach this president because she hates Donald Trump. Meanwhile, President Trump is hoping his upcoming impeachment trial in the Senate is dismissed outright. On Twitter, Trump said many people share this view. The president also said that by holding a trial, the Republican-led Senate is giving credibility to what he calls an impeachment hoax. Democrats in the House could send two articles of impeachment against Trump to the Senate this week. A discovery in central Florida could help solve a case out of Ohio. Julia May was last seen in Cincinnati more than a week ago, and yesterday her car was found in Marion County. There was no sign of the 39-year-old woman, however, and she is believed to be endangered. One person is heard after a deputy-involved shooting in Orange County. That happened last night after deputies responded to a call about a broken window at a business on West Colonial Drive. As a deputy approached the suspect, the suspect allegedly shot at the deputy who returned fire. The suspect was hit and is in critical condition. The deputy was not hurt. In the NFL, the Chiefs rallied from a 24-0 deficit in the second quarter to beat the Houston Texans 51-31 in an AFC Divisional Round playoff game in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes threw for 321 yards and five touchdowns, three of them to tight end Travis Kelsey, who says they had to stop shooting themselves in the foot and make some plays.
0: You just got to deal with what's going on in the game and, and what's real and what's not
1: real. And what was real is that we were hurt, hurting ourselves early. With that, you just rally the troops, uh, lean on the leaders of this team, and, and make plays, and that's what we did.
2: The Chiefs will host the Tennessee Titans next Sunday in the AFC Championship game. The Packers held off a late rally by the Seattle Seahawks for a 28-23 win in the divisional playoff round at Green Bay. The Packers will visit the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. WFLA news time is 8.06. A former New York Yankees prospect sues the team, blaming Derek Jeter for ruining his career. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now.
0: News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. From all of us here on the
1: 50,000-watt front porch and Good Morning Orlando, good morning to you, the Bud Man, Alan, Yaffe, and Melissa, here until 9 o'clock, ready to listen to whatever is on your mind this morning, whether we've talked about it or not, whether we agree or not. It's your show on Open Mind Monday, 407 916 5400. Text line, first name in town, welcome 23680. Their standard message and data rates apply. How do you feel about thousands of public school teachers in Florida not being in front of the kids in school today, but being up in Tallahassee protesting their pay and the state of public education in the state of Florida? you okay with that or not? How do you feel about this reported compromise on the Verify? Uh, in the works with the legislature uh, so that the private sector would not be required to verify whether somebody is in this, uh, in this country or in this state legally before hiring them. This is pressure from the lobbyists uh, in, the, in, in the tourism industry and agriculture and in construction. And it looks like state lawmakers are caving. Are you okay with a watered-down E-Verify? I am not whatever's on your mind let us hear from you you're next but first of all actually this is next
2: yeah open your mind and open your hand so we can put a grand in it our texting contest continues with our latest keyword of the hour in moments text that keyword to 200 200 and you could win $1,000 remember you might get a call from area code 513 which could be us telling you that you've won Listen every hour all day long for the keyword and your chance to win $1,000 as we put a grand in your hand. 808 on Good Morning Orlando. We'll update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. Headlines
1: right now. Weather-wise, it's a little too warm for my liking. Maybe yours for this time of year, but we're in pretty good shape otherwise. Not so elsewhere. At least 11 people are dead after a couple of days of tornadoes, high winds, and rainfall that tore through parts of the South and the Midwest. States of emergency declared in Arkansas and Mississippi as the storms knocked out power and toppled trees. Deaths were confirmed from Texas and Oklahoma to Louisiana and Alabama. At least 12 twisters reported by the National Weather Service. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories. We do it all morning for you here
0: on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7, HD3, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando.
1: Love to get your input on that poll out by ABC and Ipsos, which indicates that by 56 to 43 percent Americans disapprove of how the president is handling things in Iran. Uh, with Iran, and that um, it's like two to one, people feel less safe, not more safe, with the killing of Soleimani, the top uh, general in Iran, green-lighted by the president, who said we would be more safe. I mean, the way I feel flies completely in the face of those poll findings. like to know how you think the president's doing. Great take uh, available to you there on Open Mind Monday. First-timers welcome, vets welcome as well, 407-916-5400. And we have the, um, the text line at 23680 for whatever is on your mind. First on the phone line right now is Edward from Orlando. It's Open Mind Monday. Edward, go ahead.
10: Okay, well, I agree with your e-verifying. I'm not bothered by the teachers. But I do have a, two quick comments on Mr. Buttigieg. Uh, it seems media ask him the same questions all the time. But his lifestyle in the White House will be an open subject. And my question for the man, I think, who has many secrets is, Well, do he and his husband – plan to have children and if so have they decided on the mode they will use and my second question or comment is if there was an emergency to come up at nine or ten o'clock at night and the news teams and everything are outside the front door are either of them cross-dressers or would somebody show up in chanel and stilettos those are my comments for today well hang
1: on him now you tell me where are you on the candidacy of pete Buttigieg, the mayor of south bend indiana who is the first openly gay person ever to run for president of the united states sounds like you have some issues there edward
10: well, I don't know if I have issues, but I am a Trump supporter. I will be a Trump supporter. And I do think he is a man of many secrets. I think both of them have a lot of secrets. And uh, I think the eyes are the soul of the, wi- you know, the windows of the soul.
1: I can't imagine he could get the nomination. if he gets the nomination, Trump will eat him alive, I think. Thank oh. you, Edward. I appreciate it. Let me go to Al in Winter Garden. What's on your mind? It's Open Mind Monday. Al, we want to hear from you.
10: How are you? Good morning. This uh, compromise that's going to be passed is a joke. It's exempting precisely the industries where most of the illegal aliens are hired uh, in, in those industries, construction, uh, uh, hospitality and management, agriculture. Where do you right. think most of the illegals are?
1: Well, that's where they are, and that, that, that's why this is outrageous, this compromise. The legislature, dominated by Republicans, are caving into the lobbyists and the special interests on this. And all of a sudden, it looks like they're going to do a bill that exempts the private sector and only applies with E-Verify to government jobs. That is not, as you point out, where the problem is. I'm glad somebody else has been out of shape by this, just as I am. Yeah, I'm with you, Al, 100%. So what do you want the governor to do? Because he said he would sign E-Verify. How important? He just hung up. How important is it, is my question that Governor DeSantis get in the middle of this and tell him we're doing E-Verify all the way. And that's what needs to happen. He needs to get in there and do that, in my opinion. What do you think? 407-916-5400. Steve in Orlando is on the line right now. I'll get to you in a moment. Try to give our callers priority so we don't, uh, you know, get you hanging on the phone for too long. We want to check out the text line and uh, we'll see what is on your mind, what's grinding your gears this morning, whether we're talking about it or not. 407-916-5400 on the phone. Text line 23680. We're just getting rolling on Open Mind Monday. Headlines out of Central Florida right now, road rage suspected in a deadly shooting in Polk County. It happened on Saturday night in Winter Haven on Lake Ned Road. Deputies say an SUV driver told them a pickup truck driver confronted him for following too closely and threatened to kill everybody in the SUV. The SUV driver claims he feared for his life and shot the pickup truck driver who died after being taken to the hospital. No arrest yet announced. The investigation is ongoing. Updates at least every 10 minutes in a top Stories here in Good Morning, Orlando.
0: iHeartRadio is the easy to use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.
2: Good morning, Orlando. It's Alan, along with the Budman, Yaffe, and Melissa on Open Mind Monday. From St. Cloud, it's Linda. What's on your mind this morning, Linda? Uh,
9: I was calling. Uh- I did mean, couldn't call Friday because uh, I was driving when we were talking about the Halloween and making it the uh, last Saturday of the month, and Bud was all for that. Well, I could see it the last Friday of the month, uh, but not the last Sunday, uh, Saturday of the month, because you don't want kids going to school with uh, sh- on a sugar rush. But uh, Sunday school teachers don't want them to come to Sunday morning on a <laughs> sugar rush either, because then we would really be in trouble.
2: It's, Good point. It all depends on whose ox is being gored here. What did <laughs> <That's right. laughs> What did you think about the idea uh, originally of um, I guess the legislation has been proposed in Tallahassee that the day after Halloween would be a school holiday.
9: No, I don't agree with that. I think the parents should be uh, monitor the children and how much sugar they take in, and and uh, and not let them eat a lot of sugar if the next day is a school day.
2: So you're asking parents to be responsible.
9: Yeah. I mean, I was responsible with my children, and so I think everybody should with theirs, too.
2: Well, good luck with that.
1: Well, Linda, as a Sunday school teacher, you should understand the concept of a miracle, because that's what you're asking for there.
9: I know. I get, I
2: mean, it's, the attention
9: span, span is so minute for the kids nowadays anyhow, but to put them on a sugar rush, that would just seal the deal.
2: Linda, thanks for joining us on Open Mind Monday. We appreciate it. <laughs> Have a great day. Hey, the
1: text line, lots of folks weighing in on lots of things.
3: Yeah, we've been talking about the E-Verify compromise that um, is going through the legislature right now. One person said, as to E-Verify, apparently it's more important for some politicians to get reelected than to uphold the rule of law. Well, of course, I've served my
1: constituency here (laughs) for 35 years, and the folks love me. They need me in Tallahassee. I can't Mm -hmm. afford to get on elected <laughs> my, my
3: goodness, you this know. This guy, I, this guy doesn't think so. Says maybe it's time <laughs> to clean house.
6: Yeah, another one on eVerify says I got a good compromise. Require a national slash state voter ID. It's a matter of life and death.
1: How about all the teachers being up in Tallahassee instead of in the classroom? What are they saying about uh, that?
6: One person says, "Fire
3: them all." Another person said, sick and tired of these whining public school teachers. No matter what you give them, they will never be satisfied. Oh. <laughs> that was Lindy in Altamont
6: Springs. Another one says, how many jobs allow you to go protest? You know, and I had some thoughts That's on that. That's an
1: interesting jo- thought. But, of
6: but I have some thoughts on this whole thing. If 100 teachers took a personal day to participate in a blood drive, would the Department of Education have a problem with that?
1: No, and they are entitled to personal days. So no. if they just pencil no. themselves out of the lineup on a personal <laughs> day... No. But they're, you know, they're threatening. In uh, Polk they,
6: County, yeah. Uh, and what, what would firing 1,600 teachers do to help with our filling the, the education and teaching jobs? Just so folks are
1: wondering what we're talking about in Polk County. It was reported in the Orlando Sentinel by their education reporter, Leslie Postal, who really does a great job on education, that um, that maybe 1,600 Polk County teachers would go to the rally in Tallahassee for better pay, etc. And and that, um, that the, the top lawyer for the Department of Education at the state level said that would be like a strike and we could fire them. The superintendent down in Polk County says we have no intention to file anybody. So we'll see. The big rally today, how many did you say might be up there in Tallahassee? Like 20,000 or something? That would be the biggest teacher rally in history. I I think think it would be, yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay, fair enough. Especially for those of you just joining us right now, Alan has a news update, my co-host right now, and focusing on this huge teacher rally we've been talking about.
2: Bud, thousands of teachers across Florida skipping school to be at the state capitol today for the rally in tally, demanding more funding for public schools. Governor Ron DeSantis declares 2020 the year of the teacher and wants to raise starting salaries to $47,500. Anna Fusco, president of the Broward County Teachers Union, Says that's a great idea, but long-term educators need a pay bump as well.
7: You cannot forget veteran teachers that have been in the system 15-plus years that haven't even, not even making 47.5, nowhere near it.
2: The Senate Education Committee is meeting today in Tallahassee to consider that starting salary increase. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Washington is moving to expel more than a dozen Saudi military personnel training in the U.S., This comes after an investigation into last month's shooting at Naval Air Station Pensacola, where a Saudi naval officer killed three American servicemen,
7: some of the Saudi service members set to be expelled reportedly have ties to extremist groups, and others are accused of possessing child pornography. The individuals expected to be removed from the country are not believed to have aided the Saudi service member accused in the December 6 shooting. This, according to an FBI investigation that reportedly found extremist rhetoric in online communications among some of the students, according to the Washington Post. The review found several of the students set to be expelled may have failed to report the gunman's alarming behavior leading up to the shooting.
2: That's Fox's Christina Coleman reporting.
1: Yeah, and there are Saudis training to fly the military planes. We've sold their country. 850 of them are going to take the training on the ground right now. They're not letting them fly.
2: Help for Puerto Rico is on the way from Orlando. Nazareth Episcopal Church is donating money collected yesterday to the island's earthquake relief efforts. Some of the church's parishioners are from Puerto Rico. Pastor Jose Rodriguez tells our news partner, Fox 35, his church wants to uplift families worried about their loved ones and support families displaced by the earthquakes.
1: Yeah, and if you want to know how you can help the folks in Puerto Rico, go to our website, wflaorlando.com, keyword Budman. It's right there for you.
2: You'll hear lots of swearing in downtown Orlando this morning. That's because the mayor of Orlando and three city commissioners are being sworn into office. At ceremonies at the Dr. Phillips
1: Center for the Performing Arts, Mayor Buddy Dyer and Commissioners Tony Ortiz and Patty Sheehan will reaffirm their oaths of office. Bakari Burns will be sworn in for the first time. He's representing District 6. The commission will hold its first meeting of the year this afternoon. Rory O'Neill, News Radio WFLA, Orlando. You had me there. You're so clever. I thought they were all going to be cussing up a blue streak on the steps of City Hall. No, or no, no.
2: <laughs> and I have to credit Rory O'Neill for the lead-in to his story. Good You'll stuff. You'll hear lots of swearing in downtown Orlando this morning. <laughs> Good one. Britain's Queen Elizabeth is calling a meeting over Prince Harry's decision to abandon his royal duties. She has ordered Prince Harry to sit down with her, his father, and his brother today to talk about the move. Uh, the meeting may entail them working out a template for the future in case any other member of the family wishes to leave the royal life. Apparently the Queen's in a major twit over this. Yeah. WFLA news time is 8.36. You don't have to miss any part of Good Morning Orlando. Get caught up with our podcasts on the iHeartRadio app. And our third hour continues, bud, with Open Mind Monday.
1: There we go. We're ready to go. And listen, we're compressing Open Mind Monday just enough to be able to bring you the sound judgment game for two fabulous prizes before the end of the show. So if you've got something you want to sound off about, get off your chest. This is the place to vent, and now is the time to do it. Whatever the topic is, whether we've been talking about it or not, 407-916-5400. We always try to give our phone callers priority. We love our texters, 23680. Give us your first name in town if you'd like. We always welcome that. But heading around, Inspector Mike Yaffe and Melissa Fox with you until 9 o'clock.
3: You know, we had one texter who asked, what district does Foghorn Leghorn represent?
1: Apparently, my fat cat Florida <laughs> lawmaker voice sounds like the old cartoon sort character of. Foghorn Leghorn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I've been serving my i say I've been serving my constituents <laughs> for low these many years, and I—I I think I have a—I well, think I have a fairly good handle on exactly what the people need, and I should say, and what they don't need as well. <laughs>
3: I think I think he's up in the panhandle somewhere.
2: He sounds like a panhandle <laughs> <laughs> representative. Oh, oh, <laughs> hey, he could
1: be right in your backyard, man. They're all over the place. Palatka,
2: maybe? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, uh, well yes, I will pass through Palatka a time or two. <laughs> anyway, yep. what's on your mind is the question. We got anything? Uh, we got a lot of folks who were or are not too happy with the teachers uh, out of school and up in Tallahassee, right?
3: Uh, yes, we do. One person said the teachers knew how much they would get paid before they even went to college and said, get over it. Oh, ooh. Rough on these teachers today. Yeah,
1: really? Yeah. What else, <laughs> Melissa?
3: I'll say Fox. I I
1: said, well, she's on the phone. Uh, Yaffe says, oh, man, you all need to take a break at Open Mind. I say Open Mind Monday continues here in just a moment after an update on Orlando's news weather and traffic. We're going to have it here in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Sports headline breaking news on Patriots quarterback Tom Brady. He's not going anywhere. It is now reported that he has signed a two-year contract extension with the Patriots to continue playing quarterback for $41 million. Updates at least every 10 minutes in a top stories all morning on Good Morning Orlando.
0: Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540.
1: You gotta love our gang in the control room, Yaffe and Melissa. The Fox, you were right on that story. You love the Patriots and Tom Brady like I do, and you gave me that right in my ear before the headline. He's staying put in New England. I like that.
6: Ooh, scared me because when I went to check the initial link, it was uh, it was from like two years ago. I was like, no. And then I checked, and it was And Ian Rappaport, of course, of uh, sportsman extraordinaire, is announcing it. So
1: yes. So you're still gonna have Tom Brady to kick around, and he's gonna be wearing a Patriots uniform, Yaffe. <laughs>
3: I mean, he, if he if he retired or got fired from the team, he would have, he would have wrote a tell all book about all the times they've cheated. No, in the he
6: would not. And besides, nobody wants to see Tom close out his years with some other team.
3: No, I don't either. I don't want to see him
1: in another uniform. We've no, been I, through that with a couple of no. other players, and I've never liked no. it. I
6: actually Superstars. thought
1: he was
3: going to stay. I didn't see him going anywhere. I'm really glad. You know, it wasn't his fault that you know that
1: that they that they got beat oh, they, at the end there. there. I mean, so he had nobody, injuries. he had literally nobody to throw to. Oh, Even the guys excuses, who were healthy. Oh, come excuses. on! He still had 4,000 yards. <laughs> he still had more yards than, I think yeah. if you look it up, than Patrick Mahomes and uh, and Aaron Rodgers had in terms of what he threw for this year. The guy is still terrific and he makes well, quick decisions.
6: He's great.
3: They still won, what, 11 games or what, something? The, see, yeah, the defense was really yeah. good,
6: but the offense just wasn't holding up, you know, so no, that's they, why we won something. They got to get him some players for mm-hmm. crying out loud. Oh, wow. yeah.
1: I don't know who's going to win. Speaking of players, uh, the college football season comes to an end tonight LSU. with a championship game. LSU is favored over Clemson. But
6: I'm going to go with the I- Tigers. <laughs> they're both Tigers. <laughs> they're Very both good. Well, you're right
1: out on a limb there. Uh, you, you know, I can't picture either one of those teams losing. They both look unbeatable. How can that be? They may be here all
3: night. <laughs> well, you can't – yeah, because you can't have a tie in this game. No, so they're they're going to to keep you, going you've got to have a winner, but – can, normally, I have a feeling about who's going to win a
1: football game. Here, I cannot get my arms around it because I cannot picture either one of those great teams losing. This is this could be one for the ages, and I hope it is coming up tonight. I do, I do, I do. Anything else we need to do on the on the text line here? It looks like folks are almost out of gas at this particular point in time. And anticipating sound judgment for two fabulous prizes that we'll talk about here in just a moment.
6: Well, we did have a question from Riley checking in from Chuliotta. He asked about the teachers in Florida getting a pretty big raise, which I looked into, and it was that Ron DeSantis proposed a huge raise in October, but as for implementing it or anything, no. Well, it would
1: still have to be green-lighted by the legislature. They have the purse strings, and, uh, you know, that will be a subject of debate. Um, So there we go. Anyway,
3: um oh, I have another text here yeah. that says uh, I, a person here said I did a whole study and a report when I was in high school and teachers still work less hours than someone who has a 40-hour w- a week job Monday through Friday.
1: I still think they have the most important job there is. Mm-hmm. Teaching the new generation coming up. And uh and, and it is a tough job, particularly You know, with discipline issues and with lack of support in that regard from parents and administrators, the way they used to get uh, when they want to put the hammer down on a kid, you know, they get in all kinds of trouble. Uh, Listen, I mean, it is a tough, tough job. The very best of the best could never be paid what they're worth because the best public school teacher should be making six figures in a heartbeat for how important their work is. There are tons of people out there making six figures. And their job isn't worth squat to society. And that is not true when it comes to the best of the best teachers. They will never be paid anywhere near what they are worth. Somebody texts in here and says it's the parent's responsibility first to teach their child. No question. Some do it better than others. Some don't do it at all. They've completely checked out and abdicated if they're in the home at all. And that is a sad, sad reality. Now, if you want to go to that Jurassic World live tour with life-size dinosaurs and an amazing show that actually is kid-friendly and grandkid-friendly, it's at the Amway Center, and it's coming up, and you can win those tickets and be a real hero to the, to the kids in your life. 407 407-916-5400. And an amazing new musical treat here. We've got this Siberian group. What is this all about, Melissa, quickly?
6: Oh, tell me a little about it. Oh, they're going to be doing uh, some Tchaikovsky. It'll be fun. And I'll oh, tell yeah. you about it, though, on the other side yeah, of the break. Yeah,
1: I, I couldn't remember. It's a Tchaikovsky um, uh, concert, and it's going to be phenomenal. So, at any rate, those are two prizes for one winner on sound judgment. Get on the line at 407-916-5400. And... Get on the uh, toll-free, if you'd like, at 866-916-5400. Sound judgment straight ahead after our final look at Orlando's news, weather and traffic in only two minutes, on the Monday edition of Good Morning Orlando here on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Headlines right now on the Iran front. Apologies have done little to end the anti-government protests in Iran after a jetliner was shot down last week. Thousands of demonstrators have taken to the streets of Tehran, condemning authorities for shooting down the Ukrainian passenger plane that killed all 176 people on board. Stay tuned at the top of the hour for an update from Fox on the protests in Iran. And stay tuned here all morning long on our show for updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories right
0: here on the 50,000-watt front porch. Dave Ramsey, He 3 till 5 p.m., News Radio WFLA, Orlando. My co-host Alan Spector has entered the studio brandishing a
1: document containing it is reported the Oscar nominations I just in. i holding my hand. <laughs> Not yet. We'll get to you right after oh. sound judgment. Okay. What are we playing for on the game this morning, Melissa? It's
6: amazing. Four tickets to Jurassic World Live this weekend at the Amway Center. That is cool right there with the live uh, face-to-face life-size dinosaurs and such. Yeah. And then we've thrown in a pair of tickets to Tchaikovsky's Greatest Hits. They're going to be performed by the Siberian State Symphony Orchestra. And that will be January 25th at the Bob Carr Theater. Pretty good stuff. One of the best-known violin concertos ever written. The violin concerto in D major and piano concerto number one will only be performed at the Orlando appearance.
1: These are two great, great prizes. That if they're not your cup of tea, win them and give them to somebody you love. One line open at 407-916-5400. If you're trying to get in, um, wait for a wrong answer, we'll open up another line for you. Our sound judgment game today spotlights one of the deadliest disasters in modern history, one we covered extensively here on WFLA. I'm talking about the 7.0 earthquake in Haiti that killed an estimated 100 to 300,000 people. It so happens the anniversary of this terrible tragedy was Sunday. Listen to some sound now of parts of the National Palace in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, literally breaking apart as the quake hits. Then use your sound judgment to tell me how many years ago we heard this. The sound of the great Haiti earthquake. I mean, it's just chilling, isn't it? And tell us, if you want to win our sound judgment game, how many years ago did we hear that? The anniversary was yesterday. Line one, you have the first chance for the prizes. Go ahead, line one.
0: 38 years.
1: No, much more recent than that. We covered it right here on the show, and I haven't been here that long. Line two, you're up next. How many years ago? 15? No, less than that. 407 916 5400. Open lines. Line three, how many years ago did we have the Haiti earthquake? 10. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> January 12th, 2010, 10 years ago. Terrible tragedy, but you're the beneficiary of having known that. And you've got our two great prizes. And it sounds to me like you're excited.
9: I am. I'm going to take my grandson, who loves dinosaurs.
1: Oh, Grandma, you're going to be a hero. (laughs) Hey, what's your your first name?
9: Maria from Orlando.
1: Maria from Orlando. (laughs) I love it when somebody's pumped up about winning these fabulous prizes we bring you. And thanks for listening to Good Morning Orlando. We appreciate it.
9: Listen every morning.
1: I love it. Well, terrific! Great to have you with us. There's always room for Maria on the fifty thousand watt front porch, and uh, I'll put you on hold, and you and Melissa can work things out, okay?
9: Perfect. Thank you. There
1: yeah. you go. Now... How do you
2: handle call caller like Maria? Oh, I like that, <laughs>
1: Maria. Anyway, mm-hmm.
2: Oscars. Go ahead. Got him. Uh, Best Picture nominations. We've got nine that are up for Best Picture this year. Ford versus Ferrari. The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite.
1: I saw 1917 over the weekend. Surprising movie. Incredible story about World War One. Huge crowd for a matinee at
3: noon. It was amazing. It was I... the
2: top uh, grossing movie of the weekend in its no ad- debut release.
3: I was going to say, I finally saw Joker over the weekend, and I think it's overrated. Honestly, Mm.
1: okay. So it's not getting the nod from Yaffe. No, no. What else you got on the Oscars?
2: Uh, Best actress, best actress Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Renee Zellweger for Judy. She was great. Charlize Theron in Bombshell. She's great in that. And for best actor, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joaquin Phoenix for The Joker, Yaffe, and Jonathan Price for The Overrated. Two
1: Popes. What else? Is that it?
2: That's all I got right now. Well, that's pretty good. That's just in, isn't it? That's just in. Moments ago. Who wins the
1: LSU-Clemson National Collegiate Football Championship tonight?
3: I like Clemson. I'll go with LSU just to be different. I still can't get a handle
1: on it. I can't imagine either team losing. They are so awesome. You know, it's the irresistible force meeting the immovable object tonight, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Melissa's
3: on the phone, but earlier she did tell me Clemson. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Clemson.
1: Can't wait. Can't wait. Going to have to DVR that thing. It'll be on real late. Mm -hmm. So anyway, there we go. Great on the Oscars. Appreciate that. Tom Brady signs for two more years with the Patriots. All is well with the Bud Man's world. Now, (laughs) what about your world on the ride home this afternoon on PM Orlando? I know you're going to have a lot to talk about, Mike.
3: Yeah, I mean, not Tom Brady. But we'll have important news to get to tonight, 5 to 6 p.m.
1: I can phone in with a Brady update for you. You're going to have the teacher... Big rally, teacher's rally up in
3: Tallahassee. Yeah, that will definitely be a big deal. So we'll cover that and much more tonight, 5 to 6 minutes. I'm so excited
2: things are finally going Tom Brady's way. <laughs> finally. He's had such a hard time.
1: From all of us, thanks for joining us and good morning, Orlando the Budman. God bless you and God bless America.